Ramble. Hey guys, Alicia Marie back. We are so excited because we have another amazing guest. Her name is Tu Doe, and she is currently the Senior Manager of Influencers and Partnerships at Summer Fridays. So get a notebook, take some notes because you're about to learn so much on this episode of Pretty Basic. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to Pretty Basic. And this week we actually have a very, very exciting guest who not only is a dear friend, but is such a boss ass bitch. This is someone who I would recommend taking out, you know, your phone, a notebook, maybe writing down some notes, some tips, especially if you are looking to get into the entertainment industry on the digital side and or even just like there's so much that this girl does. She's a wise, wise soul. I've, I feel like I've learned so much from you just in the few years that we've known you. And you're just like the life of the party, the most fun gal, says the best little phrases, so inspirational. And we're so excited to have you on today. So everyone, meet too. Hi, guys. Yay! Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you for being on. You have done a lot of things in your <laughs> career and I just want people we're gonna dive into it completely yes. um, I want people to realize like how much power you have as far as and just knowledge of everything in this space you've worked at so many awesome huge like multi-million dollar brands and you've really helped um, work with influencers and just working on the brand side I feel like it's so I'm so excited just to like dive into that but um thanks for being a guest on pretty basic I do have to say we have a few questions we usually ask our guests yes <laughs> she's like hit me <laughs> yep let's go okay first question what was your first impression of us wow okay so the first time I've ever met you guys was on a benefit trip in Paris that was like first, first, first. Alicia, you were like the uh, most trip. famous person on the roster. There was, <laughs> was eighteen really? people that I've invited, and you were like the most famous. Oh my god! Yes. I'm so shy too. <laughs> and your my first impression of you, you were just like so chill and like down to do anything, down to take a shot, down to take a photo, down to literally like walk across the Eiffel Tower in this like the heat to take a photo. Yes. Like you it were just so like, let's do it, day. let's go. <laughs> that was like we referenced that trip pretty much every episode on this podcast now yeah every it, day we talk it was about it the every best day. trip Remy you took me by surprise because you were Alicia's plus one and you came in yeah. there and you like owned it you had your first photo up do you remember that photo you in the bed with the two pillows it said benefit yeah yes! <laughs> I forgot about it. I love that you remember that no we remember it we had like a group chat on a trip and we sent it and we we're like Remy is a queen like she is coming and serving like you guys had your looks <laughs> down yeah like it was I was just so impressed and so excited that you guys were on the trip to like hang out with us because I think that's the funnest parts about brand trips is just like hanging with your friends for like three short days Oh my God. I love that. That's seriously one of my favorite trips of all time. I can't believe you remember. That's so interesting that you like remember all these things and now thinking about like other brand trips, probably the brand people also take all these things into account. I had no idea. (laughs) Now I'm going to be a little more careful. (laughs) Okay. Second question. I think I know the answer to this. What is your go-to drink? It can be alcoholic or non-alcoholic. Also, I love watching your stories. Everyone go follow her on Instagram because you always do your, your like matcha, your coffee or your latte 
like stories and they're so aesthetic the coffee stories mm-hmm. that's right she like you're the one that got me onto nespresso's in the first place i bought an espresso because of you she's Stop, an influencer you guys. <laughs> I, it's just like a morning ritual where you like pour the ice and it comes down and you get ready my favorite drink of choice has to be 1942 I we knew you were gonna say that <laughs> okay for like i I got that from you. Like, you are the sole reason why I love 1942. I hope you know. She's an expensive, like... <laughs> an expensive habit. Yeah, but it just, like, sets the mood. You know, like, when we have it, we're going to have a good night. <laughs> like, forever oh, my God. Completely. And the whole no dinner. hangover thing, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not a fan of 1942. I've tried because I also want to be bougie and just like be in on the fun. I just like, I can't You're do it. You're a Tito's girl through I and through. I get sick. I prod bomb everywhere. <laughs> oh, it's no. so, it's so bad. And I'm like, I get so sad because I just really want to join in on the fun and I just can't. But I'm a cheap date, so that's good. You still have Love. so much fun. You're the life of the party. <laughs> Remy is the life of the party literally she's ready she is ready to hit the town again <laughs> i'm ready wait. this the second i'm fully vaxxed i'm hitting the town and i won't be home club. <laughs> sorry club. Another club. And Daisy. Another, yeah exactly <laughs> back on the streets just kidding okay so for people who don't know you i would love for you to give us the quick resume of yourself what have you worked on we know you've obviously worked at benefit cosmetics where are you now summer fridays like i feel like how did you get there and what's just the quick rundown of um everything okay i'll give you guys like the really quick because it's like the long story so when i first graduated college in 2012 i worked at derm store and i was a video producer and a host so brands would pay our derm store, which is like, imagine a Sephora, but it's like an online website. They would no. pay us to make videos of how to use their products. So you'd be like, this is their new cleanser. This is how you use it. So I would be the person writing the script and then also being like the on-camera talent. It's like selling. Wow. No wonder you're so good on a camera. A jack of all trades. Oh, guys. And it was kind of hard at the time because do you guys ever feel like you're a step of, ahead of like the trends? So, like, YouTube was, like, new at that time, and we were trying to be a brand being on YouTube, and, like, that just didn't happen because people didn't care about brands on YouTube. Yeah. Got it. Got it. And, like, all of our videos, like, just never worked because it was so corporate, and it was so, like, brandy. So, like, I couldn't have a personality, and I was a 21-year-old Asian girl, like, getting tattoos for the first time. And, like, our demographic were, like, 45-year-old white women buying, like, creams, like, $120. So, like, it just, like, didn't match up. Yeah. So then after that, I was like, okay, I still really love video. I really love creating content. But instead of doing beauty, I'm going to do food. So I was, like, a food producer on a food show. Oh. oh yeah I know my my career is like so random so I still love video I wanted to do food but then like I love going out to eat with my friends and I love going to new restaurants but every night we would go to three restaurants and we would have to eat all this food and drink all these like drinks so it became like not fun anymore like when you're like forced uh, to eat so many things and drink so many things I was working it's like, your job yeah yeah I was working out five days a week and like just not fitting into my clothes. <laughs> and I was just like, maybe like I don't want to do this. So then I had like a small following on Instagram and I was like, okay, I really love Instagram because you can connect to so many people just through your phone. And like, how do I take my skills and apply it with the brand? Cause I really want to grow with the brand. So I did social media first 
And that was like my first taste of like social media and influencer marketing because I would reach out to influencers and like send them gifts and be like, hey, try our product. Do you like it? And I was doing both. I was at Bliss Skincare. So I was doing oh my God, yes. social media. I was working on the grid, working on the captions, working on the content, and then also like seeding influencers, planning brunches. And I really love wow. like the influencer side. Like I love meeting new people, like gifting the product and like growing with them. Like, what do you like? You know, what do you want to see us create? Like all that stuff. And I remember I was sitting at Bliss, like at my desk and I saw that benefit went to Amangiri to launch their like bang mascara. Do you guys remember oh my that? Gosh. I remember that. I like, even if you didn't like benefit, everyone saw that. Like they made such a big splash, whether you were in cosmetics or you just knew the brand, you knew what they were launching. And like, you just mm-hmm. saw it from so many different people's perspective. And I was like, that is like what I want to do. Like I want to be on these brand trips and I, I want to be the person to like invite all these guests and like enjoy these things because social media to me at that time was like so admin. Like I was just like mm-hmm. working on the grid, you know, like I wanted to be like out there making it happen. So I met a friend when I was like an influencer. Her name is Angela. She worked at Benefit and we always kept in touch. And when that position opened, she was like, two, I don't care what you say. Like I'm pushing you through like this is like for you, like this job, like just take the interview. And at the time I was like, I'm not moving to San Francisco. I don't want to do it. Yeah. And I took the call and then I ended up at Benefit and it was like the best two years ever. Traveled the world with my best friends, like on a business trip with Jared Bailey and like Annie (laughs) on, you know, like sitting in business, going to Tokyo. Like that was my job. Like how fun was that meeting you guys through that? Oh my God, completely. (laughs) <laughs> what a dream come true. When So what year were you at Bliss then? If So I can just like put the timeline in my mind. Yeah. So I was at Bliss probably like 2015, 16. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So like influ- influencer marketing was obviously a thing, but not what it's become yeah. now. No. So there was like no actual official job title. Like the social media manager was basically also the influencer relations. So I was doing two totally. jobs at once and I was just like, I really don't like doing both. It's so time consuming. I just want to focus on one. And when I talk to Benefit, they're like, you don't have to do social. You just focus mm. on building up our like influencer marketing. And I was like, sign me up, sis. <laughs> like, yeah. where do I find? What was your day-to-day at Benefit? So my day-to-day was, if you guys saw any of like the big campaigns, like Bretman Rock, like anytime we had like a big launch and we needed like a person to be the face of it, I would... I would pick the talent and then do the contracts and then also like events. Like we would work on the guest list, who to invite, making sure all of it's like diverse and even brand trips. I would be in charge of doing all the invites and doing like all the booking, making sure like the regular people that we invite are there, but also like opening up Alicia, you were just like not a beauty influencer, but we're like, we just need to open this up to new creators because Mm. the same people can't always get invited to these trips. I was going to say, there's this huge conversation about influencer brand trips. Obviously, with COVID, things have drastically changed. But a few years ago, it was a really, really big thing. Benefit and Tarte probably being two of the biggest brands who would do it. Yeah. I feel like for a lot of the people seeing on social media, sometimes they forget that there are there's a team of people putting it together. So I feel like it's so cool for them to hear from someone who did that as a full-time job. One, that that is a job out there. Like There so are cool. dope jobs like that. Like You get to travel... <laughs> How do you even go about picking 
obviously I'm sure you've heard people be upset about the talent who's invited or people are not getting invited. And how do you even go about working with that? Obviously I'm sure you start with the budget and then you work from there. Um, but how do you even go about like inviting people to these trips? That's like the funnest part. So normally like I have a cap, like I either get to eight, like invite 18 with a plus one. So I work with like the numbers and then the first group of people that I give the spots to are like the ride or dies for our brand. So whoever's posting about us the most, who like even if we don't work with them on a paid capacity, they're always like rocking with us, posting about us, sharing us. That's going to be like my first hub of people. Mm-hmm. And then number two is like I try to bring in new audiences. So like someone who's like didn't talk about benefit a lot, but Alicia Marie, 9 million, you know, subscribers. So I'm bringing a new fan base to the brand. So the brand gets to meet you, which is like new Mm -hmm. to them. And then also your audience meets us, which is like this benefit cosmetics cloud of amazingness. So that's how we built it all. It's interesting hearing the process behind that because I think a lot of people a lot of smaller influencers don't realize how important just, you know, tagging a brand can be. Obviously there's other reasons than just, um, going on a brand trip, but even like potential deals or stuff. Like I think a lot of influencers get in their head. (laughs) I'm sitting here being like, I need to start tagging more. It's true. I, I want to go to Bora Bora. <laughs> I, yeah, I think for any influencers listening, it's so easy to get caught up in the numbers and thinking, well, I deserve this. They should pay me X, Y, Z. But it does go back and forth. And it is cool hearing how your number one goal is people who are already posting your brand and just genuinely love your brand. Totally. Um, opposed to who has the most following and stuff. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Now, granted, you're not at Benefit anymore. Um, Can you tell us where you're at now? Yes. So currently I'm at Summer Fridays and I am in charge of all their influencer marketing and strategy. And it's been a wild ride, you guys. Starting a new job during COVID has been just... (laughs) I can't imagine. Wait, so when did you exactly transition over? What month? So right when lockdown happened. Was that really when it happened? Wow. Yeah, the benefit office got locked down like mid-March. And then I signed my offer and switched over to... (laughs) Bye, San Francisco. (laughs) That's insane. How has it been just doing everything remotely? Do you enjoy it? Or are you like so stoked to get back into office one day? Yeah, so I honestly, you guys, it's been like a roller coaster at first. I'm just like, I hate being alone, like working from home. You're such a people person. Like I love being with other people. I love like dressing up, leaving, like, you know, like my home is now my office and there's no separation of like chill to and work to. Like it's all like the same cycle of like crazy to. 
But like now, <laughs> since I've been in it for a year, I'm like, I actually really love it. Yeah. You're in the groove now. Like you have your routine. Yeah, you know I love doing. being comfy. Like I can cook and I can like go work out at my gym. Like I'm just more productive now. So it's crazy before I'm like, I would never work from home. I need an office. And now I'm like, I can do both. Well, that actually is perfect to go into the next question, which is how do you balance your work life and home life? Because I mean, we've been doing YouTube for so long. And I think that's what was really funny is when COVID hit and the stay at home order kicked in, we were kind of like, in a sense, kind of more ready than I think like someone like you or like we have friends who had normal nine to five jobs who are like, oh my God, how do I like work from home? How do I do this? Exactly. That's all we've ever done pretty much. So how do you balance and how have you found your balance for yourself? I feel like COVID has taught me a different meaning of balance because like before Mm. COVID hit, my idea of balance was like imagine doing your day in like a pie chart and like splitting everything up evenly, right? So like in the morning I would work out, work out at six. We would like go work Mm. out together. We would all the time. Yeah. And then after that, I would go home, eat breakfast at the hotel and like work from nine to six. So that's like working too. And then like after that, I would get off and go meet a friend for dinner so I can like catch up with them. And then after that, I would go home and like do emails. And I thought to me that was balanced because I was like, I gave myself alone time. Then I worked, Mm. then I saw a friend and then I got to sleep and like that felt balanced. But like I felt so empty. I was like, I'm only doing this chart to like prove to people that I'm balanced, but I don't feel balanced because I'm literally just giving all of my energy away, giving it away to work, giving it away to friends. And I didn't give myself any time. So like now COVID two, my balance is just like doing things that just make me feel good. Like if, if I'm tired and my friend wants to hang out, but that friend is like energy sucking, I would just be like, Hey, like I can't today. Old me was like, Oh my God, of course. Like if you need me, I'm there. But like now I'm just like, no, I don't want to do it. And like, if work is really stressful, instead of like killing myself over it at six o'clock, I just close the laptop and I start again the next day. And I don't have the guilt before I would just like work myself silly because like I just wanted to work hard and prove to other people that I was grinding and being busy. Oh, the hustle culture, everything. I relate to that so much. That's such a great mentality that you have now. It's so healthy. It's so healthy and it's so different, right? Because I was just doing this for like other people and now I'm just like, I'm just by myself these days. So I got to do whatever to make myself happy, right? Well, How it's do you funny though because it? you said that you're more productive now. So, so much more productive. Versus when you were trying to be productive before. Yeah, there's just like a lot that I can give now that I can recharge. Before I wasn't recharging. I was just like walking around exhausted all the time, yeah. doing the most. Yeah. And I'm just I think also I kind of relate in the way where like last night for the first time in a very long time, I worked till like 11 p.m. And I was just like right typing up a bunch of stuff, doing all like a bunch of planning. And I used to do that so much more often. But now I think unintentionally, I've kind of done the same thing where I like I've implemented better people on my team to help me structure a better schedule to help me divvy up my work so I'm not overworked and exhausted there are a lot of times where you know I make plans with friends now with people well it was easier before because we just had our little bubble of close friends where it was like it almost gave me not an excuse but like I couldn't see a lot of people because obviously Mm -hmm. I was trying to be very safe now that things are opening again I'm starting to make more dinner plans and things like that sometimes the day comes around I'm just like I, I can't do it tonight. Yeah. And before I never would have done that either. I would have gone over yes. myself, been exhausted yeah. the next day. Now I'm like, look, like, I'm sorry. I had a really long day or I had this or that. And like, can we just rain check for next week? And everyone's 
really nice about it yeah. for the most part. So I feel like that's been good. A lot of people have just realized like, oh, it's okay to rain check. It's okay to take time for yourself. Yes. I feel like I still struggle with the feeling guilty part, but I totally yeah. agree about saying no has been one of the best things to ever exist yeah. no, it's true. <laughs> for me to have a you know realization and stuff um transitioning into what advice would you have for someone who essentially wants your job you know you're you're in the world of influencers maybe they they tried being a youtuber or an influencer and they didn't necessarily like being the talent but they really enjoy the behind the scenes and being on the brand side I would say this job is like so hard. It's like, I think it's 80% hard work and like 20% glamorous. So mm-hmm. if you love to like build a brand and if you love like people and building people up, it's a great job for you. But if you like want to be an influencer or like you want to do other things, it's, it's just going to burn you out because it's mm-hmm. all the time. It's like 24 seven, like my day to day, I'm sitting down doing contracts most of the day. <laughs> like I'm not out hanging out with you guys and like doing things. So if you love to like be a good marketer and like build a brand and you want to like lift your friends up and like just help connect the right people, have this intention first. And I would just study like who's at what brand. So like every brand has like me, right? Like at Benefit, Mm -hmm. there's a me. At Tarte, there's a me. Study them and see like what their strengths are and like what their job title is. So like, are they more heavy on the PR side? Are they more heavier on the influencer side and just like study them and like know how to get in? Because at first you're just like, how do I even like start this job? Like what experience do I need? Yeah. And I feel like stalking people on LinkedIn, you can see like (laughs) what they did before, right? And like where they came from, were they a coordinator before? Like how did they get into like this company? Yeah. And I feel like what's also really interesting is you getting your benefit position was mostly because of a connection that you had well obviously your hard work and everything that goes into that no but but it was a connection a connection so the networking part is something I still struggle with because I am more reserved but there's times I'm like Alicia like you need to (laughs) like you need to use your connections more just to help them or if they need to help like whatever it is like because you never know where someone can go you never want to burn a bridge and even now I mean summer Fridays wasn't even a thing you know, how many years ago, a few years ago. So now there's so many girls who want that position, but you know, when you were at bliss, that wasn't even out there. And like, little did you know, those stepping stones is something I think a lot of people are missing in times now of thinking about, okay, well, I'm just going to go to this place and then we'll see where it goes after that. Where I think, especially with social media, you see these people being successful at 21 so quick that you think you need to have your whole career path figured out at a certain age where I feel like you're a prime example of seizing every opportunity that comes for you, but like being willing to like evolve and, and adjust to things I think is really awesome. Thanks. And pivoting, right? Like I was just doing different stuff, like quitting my job, starting new ones and like making all my connections. So at summer Fridays, I got it because of a friend. She was like, she was like, summer Fridays is looking like you should have a talk with them. And I was like, I really don't want to go back into skincare. Like I love makeup. And mm-hmm. she was like, they are the nicest people you have ever met. Like, cause you know, being in the space is very like cutthroat and there's a lot going yes. on. She was like, trust, just take the call. And I took the call with Blair and I was like, yeah, you're right. They are really nice. Oh, wow. What do you, great. what do you feel like they're doing that's different from other skincare brands? I think it, it's really helpful that our founders, Mariana and Lauren, they just like, they get it. They mm-hmm. get 
to treat like creators with like respect and to pay them fairly and like they just get the world of influencers i feel like a lot of brands that i was at the people that were higher up were so old school they didn't get digital so they were like why are we going to pay an influencer why are we going to do this and i'm like influencers run the space (laughs) if you want to be involved you we have to treat people fairly so i think with summer fridays we get it and like our team is so small we're willing to try like different things and we don't have to wait for like approvals like at an old corporate like beauty company it just takes so long because like so many people have to do the sign-offs here like if m and l like it they support us with everything like let's go let's try it and let's see if it's gonna work or not I see. I, I love that mentality for starting a brand and a new brand is instead of necessarily trying to emulate these brands that have been around for years, I, I, even though there are things you can pick in, from that, realizing that some of these newer brands, because they have a fresh take, they're really leaning on that. And they're really um, just thinking outside the box. Also, Mariana is an influencer herself. Yes. So like that, having that, I'm sure is so it makes everything so much easier so much easier I feel like I'm finally not catching up with my job like my job understands me now because even when I was doing social media like explaining to my boss that I need money to like buy props or to pay people she was like why are you paying people but now (laughs) she was just like let's make sure we don't ask anyone to post for free like let's make sure we like we're treating everyone fairly and she's so smart like her and Lauren are just like the best dynamic duo Oh my God. I love that so much. I mean, down to like the PR packages that you guys send out with the sweatsuits and the bags and even just like the little journal and things, they all go so well together. And just for like a simple skincare product, I think it really paints the whole picture of the entire brand of like, even the journal alone, I'm like, oh, they're like focusing on like mental health, taking time for yourself, things like that, that that you wouldn't normally find in a skincare PR box. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. How is it when it comes to a new product launch? Like, can you give us a little bit into your head and um, of just how that works as far as coming up with the PR ideas and coming up with everything that go- you guys just you have it nailed like the cloud do. Yeah, was so, was yeah. So, the branding <laughs> yes. of it was done so well that. It's just, it just seems like it's so seamless. So I'm curious about the, the behind the scenes. Yeah. So our team is like very small and mighty, but everyone is just like best in class. So mm-hmm. we have like a girl, we have like a, our social team does like all of the imagery. So like when you see like the tease on social media, they come up with all of that, like the idea wow. then they reach out to the photographer, then they're getting the shots. 
And then I have like my small team and we're always like making sure like whoever we're sending it to, it's like people who will post or people who love our brands. Like let's say Cloud Dew, if someone doesn't like a gel moisturizer, we'll, we'll skip just because like we know they wouldn't like it. And then we always want to do like a home delivery. And we always think about like what experience can we give you guys that you haven't already gotten, right? Mm. So we're always thinking about you guys. Like, do they want pizza from John and Vinny's? Like being at home, we're like, let's do some sweatsuits. Like we want to be cozy and cute. And then we think of like themes. Like, oh, we're going to do like a going to bed sleepover theme. And then our other theme for Cloud Dew was like a morning, slow morning, like take care of yourself theme. How much do you think PR helps businesses? So much if it's done right. So I think PR could be so wasteful. Like it's Mm -hmm, easy mm -hmm. to be like super wasteful with it. I think if you are intentional with like what you're sending and like your box isn't like huge because you have to think about the person you're sending it to. They're getting like 50 boxes, 20 boxes a day. Mm-hmm. And like if you're sending a product in like a big ass box, like two yeah. boxes, you got to open the big box to get yeah. to the little box to get to yep. the product. And, and then and you have like another product. Size. Yeah. Right. And then that person, like how are they going to recycle everything? How they're going to throw it away? So I think for a brand, it's so impactful because you get to send out your newest creation to all your friends and you want all your friends to experience it and to love it and to chat about it. But at the same time, like if you're doing it so often, people are moving, you can send it to the wrong address or like someone's just tired and they like don't need another cleanser, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think... PR is fantastic and it's so powerful, but at the same time, like influencers are tired of packages. Like someone has to open them and someone has to throw them away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When I first moved to my house, I'm sure you experienced, like when you're at an apartment, obviously you just have the big old dumpster bin. So I didn't notice as much until I got to, you know, my house a few years ago. And then I'm actually pulling out the trash cans and realizing we had to buy a whole separate oh, yeah. recycle bin Me too. just to kind of keep up, which I still am barely caught up. There's always a pile <laughs> of boxes somewhere. You saw mine when you walked in. Yeah. I've got like 50 right now. I'm like, I'll get to that later. I know. Um, and obviously that's such a first world problem because obviously we love trying out products, but I understand from the brand side of how do we, how do we stand out? But we don't want to be wasteful. We want to think of the environment, but we also want to, you know, have our best foot forward and, and let people see all this and stuff. That's so funny. I think you guys do a great job though, yeah. really at making Thank it you. like, it's so much more than just a PR package. It is really a full experience every time. Thanks guys. Of course. Actually one more question that going back to just you as a person, because I feel like a lot yeah. of people that listen to this podcast are in college or about to go into college. And I wanted to know, you went to UCSD, correct? Yes. And what did you ma- what did you major in? So I majored in comm, like communication, and then okay. I minored in TV and film production. So that's where like the oh. video producer side, mm-hmm. like I love creating content, like video. And I like, just want to do it for fun. I like, I hate like when money gets involved, it just doesn't become fun anymore. You know, like it's so like tedious and you're like, oh, you're taking the art out of my work. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of the thing with everybody. I mean, do you think, I feel like a lot of people are starting to major more in like marketing communications and things like that. Do you have any tips for, I think people who are 
whether they are majoring in sort of that realm or completely different, like any sort of tips for like, should they get internships or to, to get into the PR space? Do you have any tips for anybody in college who's maybe graduating soon? Yeah, my, so when I graduated, I, I didn't know anyone. I had zero connections, knew no one. I think like the best gift you can give yourself is just like shooting your shot. Like mm. I just applied for every single job. My job at Derm Store, you guys, I didn't qualify for it. They were looking for a makeup artist of 10 years. And I was like, wow. I was, I moved back home and I was like, I can either like go get 10 years of experience and then sign up for this or I can just like shoot my shot. Yeah. So oh. I like sent my application in and they're like, oh, like, do you live in LA? Can you come in for a screen test? So I had to come in and like fake audition. And I was like, yeah, oh I live there. I can go tomorrow. Literally, <laughs> I, had to, I drove six hours. I just like was oh so fearless. And I just tried different things. And I wasn't good at everything that I tried, you know? But I my, admire my, that so much. Yeah, I just, I just didn't give a fuck when I was younger. Now, like, I'm kind of like, oh, I, I don't want to fail. But like when I was <laughs> I younger, it. I, I was it. just like, I'm just going to try it because I have nothing. So I might as well yeah. just do different things. And like whatever you major in, that doesn't mean it's going to like dictate like your career. Your career is just like a really weird wave. So just try different mm-hmm. things and like be okay with failing and be okay with like picking yourself up and like just doing something super different. Do you ever struggle with imposter syndrome at all? Always. Every time really? we have like, yes. Every time we have a big launch, and I'm, like, overwhelmed with, like, all the little tasks that I have to do. I'm, like, oh, my God. Yeah. How is all of this going to get done? And then oh I'm, like, God. oh, you're a bad bitch. Snap out of it. You've done this, like, <laughs> ten times. You, like, I forget that I've already done it. But at, like, yeah. that moment, I'm, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't have enough time. My budget's too small. Like, it's yeah. not going to be popping. People aren't going to, like, receive it well. And then I'm just, like, literally I've been through this, like, 20 times. Like, just get it together. Yeah. I think it's so important hearing other people struggle with that or even just self-doubt and doubting themselves because I'm sure so many people look at you, you know, senior manager or even look at us as like, you know, successful YouTubers and think, oh, they don't struggle with that. But realizing, you know, that's such a normal human thing. I have two questions. What is imposter syndrome? <laughs> and two, do you feel that way with every single launch? Has there ever been a launch with anything that you're like, I, I've got this from like the ground running? Or do you always have those kind of insecurities that pop up? Yeah. I think when our launches are too back to back, it makes me nervous. Like Cloudu and Soft Reset, I was like, I can do it with my left hand with one eye. But like when Summer <laughs> Skin happened, it was so close to Cloudu, I was like, I might not make it out of here. Or like when I go on brand trips, you guys, the brand trips are the hardest thing to plan. And every oh, right before imagine. we go on it, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make it out of Paris alive. Yeah, I can't imagine. So anyone who doesn't know imposter syndrome, it's essentially when you are more than qualified to do something, but you still feel like you don't belong in a room. Like if you were to go to an event and yeah. feel like I don't belong here, uh-huh. even though you got an invite, the brand wanted you to be there, blah, blah, blah. It can be in any work setting. It's not just digital. Like it's, it's anyone who feels like they don't belong somewhere, even though they do for their like job or career, like anything like that. Oh my God, I feel like that every day. You know, (laughs) it's so interesting. It is. It's a, it's a weird thing. I think a lot of people have been more vocal about lately about Mm. feeling like they are not good enough or feeling like they don't deserve the award they got or feel like they don't deserve, you know, the that type of stuff. So I'm so, I would have never guessed that you struggled with that. I was just going to say you were the last person I would ever think who like who would ever feel that way I'm such a perfectionist and I want everyone to have a good time and like I want everyone to feel included 
And, like, the thought of, like, me leaving someone out or, like, something, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, you know? So that, like, freaks me up. (laughs) On a selfish note, though, I think that's why you're so good at, let's say, brand trips because you are so aware of everyone and wanting everyone to have a good time. You made us feel so welcome um, on the few trips that we've gone on. And I, I feel like that's why you're so good at that. And, yeah, oh, my God. I feel it, girl. Um, do you have any tips for people who also feel that way? Like, is there anything you say to like calm yourself down or other than saying I'm a bad bitch? (laughs) I feel like just reminding yourself that you've been through it before. I think that's Mm -hmm. like what brings me back. I'm like, you've already done this and you've done like crazier projects. So like, why are you freaking out about this? But I think like the newness and the pressure of like making it good for everyone and you don't want to let anyone down that freaks you out. And you're like, can I do this? But it's like, we've done it before, you know? Yeah. Like every time something launches, I'm like, I've done it before. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I love that. Okay. I'm really curious, just on a selfish note, I know Rem and I have talked about brand trips and how sometimes there's like awkward situations with peers or just whatever. Do you have any, you don't, obviously you don't have to talk about it, but do you have any stories or situations with a talent that were just insane? I have so many. I have so many. I don't know where to start. I think the mo- the biggest thing on a brand trip is you- you're dealing with so many different personalities, right? Mm-hmm. And, and big personalities too. Big yeah. person. And then we're yep. on, like we're on, we're all jet lagged, so we're like yeah. flying into Everyone's somewhere. Everyone's hungry. Everyone's jet lagged. We're not familiar with like the time zone. We're hungry. We need a shower. Sometimes when like there's too many like too much programming, like lunch, dinner, event, event, event. Yep someone will like have a little bit too much to drink and then go missing and I can't find them. (laughs) So then like, I'm just like, I got to go get this person for dinner. (laughs) And you're on an island. So you're like, where are they? Like, where could they be? I was going to say, we've never done that, but we would have done that also. (laughs) Or like when we have free time and we're like, be back here in an hour and then they're not back and like, you can't find them anywhere. (laughs) Oh my oh, god! So funny. That's gotta be so stressful for you guys. Yeah, I imagine like on your walkie-talkies, just like mayday, mayday. We can't find. <laughs> we we'll <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Was there anyone who was like a nightmare to work with? Uh, we were really lucky enough where like before we would invite anyone, we would just make sure that like we can handle it. You know, even yeah. if they're like wild. But I think the wildest story is like falling in love with like the staff. Like, <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> the Do you guys the remember? Yes, yes. <laughs> I have a video of you and him. Like, I remember I came back and you're like, I got ice cream. Oh wait, you were in love with the guy, weren't you? No, I, I'm no, a guy wrote me a love note. <laughs> oh, but everyone else was in love with him, right? Yes, he actually yes. made out with like someone else's plus one. Do you remember that? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And then remember, he like tried to sleep over in the like, or not that it was like another guy the tried to sleep guy. over in the room. <laughs> And, and he got kicked, kicked out. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there's some love triangle stuff happening. That's <laughs> right. And they... Wasn't he like sleeping in a bush or something too? Yeah, I, think he, I think he was. And we were like, oh, we can like give him our room. And we we're like, no, we don't know him. We'll be safe. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> 
Yeah, brand trips are like like field trips, like but with adults. I was just gonna <laughs> so say last week or a couple weeks ago, we told this influencer story that was so funny, and I would just I don't want to give the whole spiel because people already listened to it, but I would love to know like from her point of view as like a brand person of like one one of our friends works at a brand and they received a DM <laughs> from an influencer who like we know very well like a large influencer you know (laughs) yeah you know and they had like side emailed the brand being like basically asking for a brand deal but like very 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 low rates and wanted it sent to paypal so like the whole situation was just like very sketchy and like so funny and like does that happen often no it doesn't happen often to me because i'm never in the dms thankfully Mm. ah got it do you have any tips for people who maybe don't have a manager and they are trying to pitch themselves to a brand of like do's and don'ts just coming from the brand side? Yeah, I would say just like be friendly and be genuine. Like I love seeing the same people in comments, right? Mm. And if, and I love, I can like easily stalk you. We have a software that we use where we can see how many times you tagged us or not. <laughs> so I've heard, I've heard you can even see if they don't tag. Like if you, if I just verbally mention Summer Fridays, like it'll show up on this portal, which is so weird. That's crazy. I don't have that yet because, you know, she got small budget. So only if you like, <laughs> at Summer Fridays, then I can see it. But I would say like always tag because I always see it every day I, I go into work and I, I do like a daily look and I can see who's been like talking about us. Oh my um, God. And I'm like such a stalker. I shouldn't say this, but <laughs> I love to go and like stalk comments of like them supporting other people. Like I love working Ooh. with someone who's a supportive queen. Like if they're oh. like supporting someone else's page. So then I always like before I work with someone, it takes me like two, three months of stalking. And then I'm wow. like, they're great. I, yeah. So I, I would say comment, be supportive. And it's, the brand is always watching, even if you don't think they are. Mm. We got Finstas. <laughs> we got brand yeah. Finstas. <laughs> oh, I think, oh my God, I love that. I think it's so cool hearing how, obviously there are some slimy brands out there, but I would say the majority aren't. And they are really looking to partner with quality um people and stuff and not just thinking like oh like let's throw money at this person and realizing no if you do a deal with someone and it goes doesn't go through well that's on you like you need to make sure that you're you know when you find talent that it's gonna benefit the brand and I feel like that's just so interesting realizing how important it is to know your talent before working with them yeah so I would say stop the person who's like has my job Mm -hmm. and then also post organically and like know the person to talk to. Like if you want to get invited to a brand trip or you want a brand deal, if you don't talk to the right person, the the message just goes through, right? Like you would want to find me and direct it back at me and not like someone else on my team because they're not the ones to do the partnerships or do the invites. So like finding the person is really difficult, but like you can go on LinkedIn and look and then Mm. be super supportive tag all the time and i would say like when someone launches a new product if you can like support them and be kind of loud about it the brand will take note so when it comes to like the next product launch and they have budget they're going to go back and be like for cloud do like alicia was like our number one let's make sure we allocate some budget to her because she did so well for our last one so that's what what we look at this is so interesting i'm learning so much um this might not be a question for you but i had uh, a little like I have a TikTok friend and he's like decently big on TikTok. I think he probably has like 
600,000 or so, something around there. And he messaged me talking about when we were talking about the recent episode about like rates and things like that. And I think especially for TikTok, it's hard. But for all social media, I think he was like, I'm not really sure what what to charge charge my yeah i'm not sure if i'm overcharging i'm not sure if i'm not sure if i'm undercharging do you have any like rules or advice for any micro influencers just influencers in general who want to make sure they're getting a good rate for themselves yes so like there's no like going right like just because this is your following doesn't mean you're gonna get x it always like changes i've paid some like micro influencers like the same as I would pay someone with like 600k so like Mm -hmm. your following is important but also your engagement is important so like I'll go look in a post and all your comments like are they comments that are helpful like how much is that product what does it feel like on your skin versus like cute you look hot like we're looking at like everything (laughs) so I would say um I would say like look at other content creators and just ask your friend you don't have to say like how much do you make just be like what's Mm -hmm. your ballpark like is five like are you getting around like five thousand for an IG story? Because I think like knowing your peers, I think that's super helpful. Because it's yeah. really hard. Sometimes I'm paying someone like two thousand, and sometimes I'm paying someone like five hundred. And there's never like the right equation for it. It's like the deliverables. Can I do like a paid ad with their thing? Are they like a high in demand influencers? There are certain people who have like random numbers. But because yeah. all the brands want to work with them, they can charge seventy thousand dollars a post, mm-hmm. and their following is wow. like not that big. So like that's what I was. Yeah, you just got to know like what you can do with the following that you have. Yeah, I feel like it's so interesting when you go to someone's page and they have you know a million followers, but then they're barely getting five hundred likes. So I feel like from yeah. the brand's perspective, you would look at that and be like, okay, they probably don't have that high of an engagement. And I think that's one of my number one tips to people is instead of focusing on growing your following, just focus on like. Your taking community. care of the family and your community that you've built. Yeah. Totally. Wow. Oh my God. Well, this is so interesting. <laughs> Everyone, um, you need to go follow too. Sorry if you don't want a following, but I'm going to shout you out anyway <laughs> on your Instagram. <laughs> Watch her make coffee. It's really interesting. Oh my gosh. You guys are so cute. <laughs> Do you want to shout out Summer Fridays? Do we have any fun new launches coming up? Anything? Well, I know it's a secret, but anything fun coming up? We have two new things coming out. And Ooh. summer is just going to be popping. So make sure you guys are having summer or do we have Do we have space in between? Are we going to be okay? Yeah, we're, we have space in between, guys. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> the back-to-back um, kills me. I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to freak out. Make I sure mean, I feel like summer for Summer Fridays is a, a moment, you know. We're going to have some, like, fun activations. I can't wait to, like, have an event again, you guys. Like, remember, we're so burnt out. I was like, if I have to go to another one. I can't, and I'm like, I can't wait to see all my friends in one place. Uh-huh. I know, I can't wait. Um, where can everyone follow you? You can follow me at Lazy Girl Glam. Lazy Girl Glam. Yes. That's my handle. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, too, for um, sharing some awesome knowledge with everyone and being on Pretty Basic. We are so honored to have you. If you guys have any more questions for two, let us know. We'll have her come back on again, answer those questions. Be sure to keep listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.